New stories were coming in about this strange virus in Wuhan, China. It was weeks before we saw the first cases in the U.S. As the numbers went up each day, my curiosity got the best of me, and I started plotting the curves. Hear stories from real people all over the world and how they've responded. I'm Sally Hendrick, founder of Shout Your Cause, and this is COVID-19, The World Responds. Hey, Mayland, how are you doing? This is Sally Hendrick. I'd love to talk to you today about what's going on in your neck of the woods regarding this COVID-19 outbreak that we're experiencing around the world. So how are you doing? I'm good today. How are you? Good, good. Um, we go way back, so I wanted to find out from you what is it that you are seeing um, in your world right now, you happen to live in Kentucky and you work in Tennessee, right? Yes, I live in the most western part of Kentucky. If you go all the way west, I'm as far west as you can go on the border of um, Tennessee and I work in Tennessee. And you and work in Tennessee. Okay. I do. Yeah. All right. And what is it that you're doing exactly with your work? I deliver mail for the uh, United States Postal Service. Okay. And what have been the measures that the Postal Service has put into place regarding like how it affects your work every day? What are you doing? Now, I'm, I work in a small office. There's only three of us in the office, two carriers and one clerk. Um, they give us hand sanitizer and, of course, the wash your hands, don't touch your face. Um, if we want a mask, they'll provide that. Um, me personally, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not dealing with the public, you know, too much. Right. I, um, I have about 700 boxes on my route. I try to use sanitizer about every 10 to 15 minutes and re-sanitize my hands. I choose not to wear gloves because um, cross-contamination with the gloves and just, I think it's easier just with the hand sanitizer. Um, they have changed our procedure on um, signature deliveries. So if you were to receive a certified letter, I knock somewhere on the door where normally people don't touch, like at the bottom, and you'll answer the door. I step back and I sign everything for you. Oh, interesting. That actually happened to me today and that someone knocked on the door and I yelled at them through the door and I said, do I need to sign for it? And he said, no, do you give me permission to put your name in the slot? And I said, yes. And yes. so I, he left a package for us outside the door. Yes, that, that's what we're doing. And then they give us permission, we sign, and we leave it, whether it's in the door, on the table, or back in the box. We don't get close to each other. Okay. And that, that's one thing. And then in, inside the post office, like I said, there's only two other people that I work with. Um, we are six feet apart. Um, we have our distance. The clerk, they have put up a spit screen. Like if you go in and buy stamps, they have put in a, what they call a spit screen, just a plastic um, sheeting or something that comes in front, like a window, but yeah, kind of like when you go to the movie theater and you buy tickets. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's something to that degree, you know, right. to, to her. Of course, cleaning. You know, we all we all spray and clean. Okay. So awesome. That's what we we have done. 
So what are you seeing as far as the public is concerned, or like on the street or in your neighborhood or in Tennessee versus Kentucky? What is it that you're observing at this point about how people are taking all of this? Okay, with um, Kentucky, now last week, now my husband and I are both staying inside as much as, can, you know, away from people. Uh -huh. um, because he is an essential worker too. He runs, actually runs a jail. So he's got inmates to take care of. Wow. But um, he's got to keep them healthy. So we went to Paducah and we did a um, site order where we did it online and picked up at the store at Sam's Club. And there was nobody. Paducah looked like a ghost town. I mean, it just, people were not out and about. And we went in the store. There might have been 30 people total in the whole store. And you said and, Sam's Club? Uh-huh. In, in Kentucky? Yes, in Paducah, Kentucky. In Paducah, okay. So we do a lot of our grocery shopping in Union City, Tennessee, which is right over the state line. Well, we actually went yesterday, and I don't, I don't see where people are staying in there. I, you know, they're, they're still out and about, and they're, they're continuing to Lowe's was packed. Just looking at the parking lot, everything was full. And so I asked my husband, I said, I think we probably need to start doing grocery shopping in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> because I think people are more serious about it. And in my neighborhood, of course, I'm in a town with only a population of 2,200. Um, very small. Everybody seems to be staying inside or in their own yard. And I mean, I see my neighbors outside. You know, kids are playing, and then we just wave. We just keep our distance. Mm -hmm. and I think I think it's doing. I think it's working here. I hope it is. We have no confirmed positives in our area. Now in Tennessee, close, which is Union City, O'Brien County has one confirmed positive. Okay. Well, and yeah. as we're hearing more and more about how this virus spreads, that likely has a surrounding number of people that um, probably have it. Uh, did you notice that Iceland the other day released a report where they said as much as 50% of people who have, who test positive, have no symptoms whatsoever, ever. Wow. So uh, knowing that, if you could apply that to everyone else, which I would think you would be able to, maybe not the percentages, but at least the idea of it, that that would show you that the, the virus is spreading uh, much more than we actually know. And looking at the data of confirmed cases is really keeping us kind of in the dark because we don't know, uh, you know, we're not testing, if you will, beyond people who, um, you know, beyond the people who already have symptoms, they're already sick. Mm -hmm. Do you, have you um, heard of any, anybody, like how are people acting in your neighborhood as far as, are they worried about it? Are they, I mean, obviously they're, they're doing what the governor says in Kentucky and they're staying at home or they're, you know, working only if they're essential, like your jobs. But have you heard anybody, like the way that they're thinking, their emotional state with this? Um, I think the older generation um, is taking it seriously. They really are. Some of my neighbors, you know, I check in on them, uh, the lady next door. and But I know a few that are in their 30s and 40s that 
just say, oh, it's just the flu. You know, and I'm like, well, I don't want to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to find out either. <laughs> no, no. So what is your biggest fear in how things are coming out right now? I'm afraid of the not knowing, the unknown. You know, mm -hmm. what, how will it affect me or a family member? You know, I'm not really afraid to get sick. It's just how will it affect me? I may have an underlying um, condition that I don't know about that may bring something out. I don't know. I, I'm not afraid of it. I'm just the not knowing, you know. Right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm fairly healthy. I'm really healthy and go to the doctor, you know, once a year. Last time I was sick was in January. You know, I thought I had the flu then. But, <laughs> but um, other than oh, that, I'm... Speaking of that, you mentioned... I saw online where you had mentioned that a lot of your family had gotten sick back in January. Was it January that you said? Well, we, we got together on Saturday, December 28th. There okay. were 15. There were 15 of my family members that got together for um, just to get together after because we didn't get together at Christmas. And I'll just break it down. They were all adults. Um, there were some college students. from. There was one from... Knoxville, one from Memphis, one from Michigan. Um, my one family had just returned from a cruise mm -hmm. just a week or so before. And so like we got together on the 28th and on four days later, we all started getting sick um, with, with basically the flu-like symptoms. Some had worse conditions. I, my husband and I both got sick and I did test positive for the flu and one other tested positive for the flu. Okay. But, um, we all had flu-like symptoms. Some had the congestion and the coughing and respiratory. I did not. And I just thought I'm 52 years old. I've gotten together with family every year, never have 12 gotten sick from one visit. And we worked together maybe four hours. Yeah, so, it just puzzles me. I'm just wondering if maybe, you know, I really have about convinced myself that we may have had this um, virus in January, you know, the first of the year. Right. So did so, everybody recover okay from that? We did. We and did. how long did that take typically for everyone? Um, seven to 10 days, 12 days, you know, mm -hmm. but we're all healthy, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so nobody got, nobody went into pneumonia or anything like no. that. Good. Good. Okay. We were, it was all basically a mild, I would say a mild, you know, we ran the fevers. We had the chills. We had all them, the cough. Yeah. Yeah. But could so. very well have been the flu. Could have. Could have been. Who knows? We didn't have tests back then. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. You know, but I've never experienced 12 people either out of 15 get sick, you know, with, different variations of symptoms, you know. Okay. I mean, we all have a fever. We all have flu-like symptoms, but we won't know. <laughs> exactly. Won't. Yeah. So what is your hope of what's going to happen coming up soon? Like, as far as, like, the way that people are responding to it, are you hoping that we'll get more uh, you know, better information from our leaders? What is it that you're hoping for? Well, I'm hoping that people would start taking it more seriously. Um, and 
and realize the seriousness of this virus. And whether they believe it's true or not, they're not going to lose anything by just remaining to themselves and being healthy. I mean, I just want people to to be serious about it so it doesn't multiply in, into a, a, their families and the older generations. And I think the economy, I think it'll pick back up. Um, mm -hmm. I really do. I think our leaders um, are giving, giving us some good information. In my case, I think our Kentucky is doing, uh, our Kentucky governor is doing a, a great job with information and um, getting with his people. And um, I just wish that um, they'd hurry up and maybe find maybe a vaccination for it. My hope is, and I know it'll come. It's just, you know, maybe a, a faster time. Yeah, we wish. We don't yeah. know. I mean, obviously they have to do all of the tests that they need to be able to do with it for the safety of the general public because, you know, they could make it worse if, yeah. uh, if the dosages aren't right or if there's something in there that could, um, you know, hurt a certain, pop, you know, portion of the population. So, yeah, that may take a while. Hopefully also the treatments that they're coming up with um, will be able to be tested and, and quickly enough to be able to help some of the people who are getting sick. And of course, let's hope that we don't have an overrun of our communities like they're seeing in New York and Louisiana and some other places uh, where the resources are really slim and, mm -hmm. um, and they're needing to you know, call in for resources from other states and within their states and so on and so forth. All right. Well, thank you, Maylin. If there's anything else that you want to mention, um, now's probably a good time. Is there anything else you want to say? Well, just wash your hands and don't touch your face. Yeah. <laughs> but you and know, that's hard. <laughs> you know, I've read that we touch our face over um, almost 100,000 times a day. And I'm like, really? <laughs> that's a lot of times. It is. It is. And, but it's hard not to touch your face. But just keep them hands clean. So. Yeah, keep your hands clean every time you touch anything. And that's got to be hard if you're pushing that much mail around every day. But I'm glad that you're staying on top of it. Yeah, we have to. We have to. I have to do it for, for my brothers and sisters out there, everybody in my community. And just keep each other, you know, safety and health starts with you. So that's, that's where I think it starts with me. And I've got to start it and end it with me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Have All a good right. day. Thanks. Bye -bye. Thank you for listening today. Subscribe to this podcast to hear all our episodes. Go to shoutyourcause.com to our podcast page for information on our guests and notes from this show.